Welcome to Layer Cake. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Brummett, and this is your English Fluency Podcast. Layer Cake is sponsored by Parlay Vacay, English Immersion Weekends. Build your English fluency online and in person at beautiful and relaxing destinations. Relax. Layer up your English. You can listen to Layer Cake on your favorite podcast app or go to parlayvacate.com slash layercake where you'll also find podcast notes, more about our guests, and learn all the new vocabulary and phrases in the content of our show. And with that out of the way, let's get started. What is a memoir? That word may or may not be familiar to you, but it looks and sounds a lot like memory. Memoirs are collections of tales, based on their author's memories about the past. Memoirs are chock full of nostalgia, and tales mostly about the good old days. Traditionally, memoirs are too personal, for wider distribution. Most of the stories, that end up in memoirs, are told aloud, over and over, before, and even after, they are eventually documented. The next time, someone tells you one of their memories worthy of sharing, Please encourage them to also write it down or audio record it for future generations. They will likely be very inspired by your interest. Now, please relax, use your imagination, and enjoy. My neighbor now a grandmother, told me of her oldest memory. She recalled a childhood routine that she started when she was a four-year-old. When I was growing up on the family farm, we raised chickens. We kept a couple dozen hens and one rooster who was our only alarm clock. We weren't rich by any means, but we always had fresh eggs for breakfast. One of my chores was in the early mornings while everyone else was still dead to the world. I would go outside to the chicken coop in the barn to gather the eggs from the nest into an old basket, shuttle them back to the house and cook them up for everybody. I did this no matter what the weather was up to. It could have been pouring outside. Sometimes I had to shovel my way through three feet of snow. To where the chickens were. Sometimes I boiled or fried them eggs. but I preferred my own egg scramble, still do. Whenever I had it my way, I would scramble all the eggs for my family. 
I made the best scrambled eggs. Wow. My little brother and sister craved them. At that hour, it was still dark outside, even in the summer. However young I happened to be never mattered. I was always on my own in the kitchen, which, honestly, I wouldn't have had it no other way. Having the kitchen all to myself was very satisfying. <laughs> I felt like a mad scientist in my lab. After I hoisted that basket up on the counter, I'd get the stool to climb onto because I was too short to reach anything else above that. I had to scoot it across the floor because it was too heavy for me to pick up and carry. I would start the project by getting the butter out of the fridge. We kept it in wax paper. I'd unwrap it and put it onto the wooden cutting board that was already lying there on the countertop. Finally, I'd get all situated between the kitchen counter and the stove. I would chop the cold butter into small cubes. Then I would get the big metal mixing bowl from the cabinet and a frying pan from the hanging pots and pans. I'd place the bowl on the countertop and the pan on the closest stove burner. After that, I'd get the chef's knife and a wooden spoon from the utensil drawer. Then I'd crack the eggs one by one into the bowl. Now at that point, I had the yellow yolks floating in the egg whites, bordering one another like yellow islands in a white sea. I could stir the eggs with a spoon or perhaps a fork and mix them up pretty good. Or I could beat the eggs with a whisk, which worked even better. If I still wasn't satisfied with how it was all coming along, I could pour that mixture into the blender and use it on the lowest speed. That was the quickest way. It took only a few seconds to get it to where I wanted it. I didn't always do that because the blender jug would be just one more thing to wash and there was already too much to clean up after a family meal. We didn't have a dishwasher back then. Well, we did. The dishwasher was me. After I had my eggs all mixed up together, I would add some salt and pepper from the grinder and the milk. Then I'd pour a big splash of milk. At last, I'd scrape the cubes of butter into the batter, and that's when I had everything together in the same bowl. By this time, the butter had softened and would combine easily to thicken up the liquid egg batter. I'd stir, whisk, or blend everything again just to make sure the new combination was thick and smooth. Next, it was time to start the stove. I'd turn the gas burner on under the frying pan, then turn it down to a low setting. Waiting for the bubbles, which were followed by the sizzle, and just a tad longer for the skin to start forming on the top, sort of like an omelet. turning the creamy batter into my yummy, fluffy scrambled eggs. When I was through, I'd spoon them out onto the plates ready to eat. 
but I'd leave my portion in the pan and eat it standing right there. One less plate to wash. That routine is a precious memory for me. Now I buy eggs at the store. They're nowhere near as tasty and I don't have a clue where they come from. I don't even know any farmers anymore. It's just not the same. We trade something good for something else that we think is better and just hope everything turns out all right in the end. Nobody wants to stay stuck. We want progress. Never mind what that really means. It's not worth arguing over anyway. One thing is for sure. We can't have everything in this world all at once. All we can do when we have to give up some of the good things is to turn them into good memories to keep forever. Did you hear? Any new words or phrases? For every episode of Layer Cake, there's a free vocabulary lesson online. Just click on Layer Cake at parlayvacay.com. That's parlay, spelled P-A-R-L-A-Y, vacay, V-A-C-A-Y, dot com. Relax. Layer up your English. Thanks for listening.